Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Guess what? You what? I got babies. The baby goats were born. The baby goats were born last night. They are so stinking cute. Samantha, was I kidding? Was I lying? No, they're pretty darn cute. And they're so clumsy and goofy. <laughs> there is nothing cuter. No animal cuter than baby goats. They're adorable. They are so cute. And they're just like, it's amazing to me how quickly they get up and they, they're just so stinking cute. We'll post a video on our Instagram, so you guys can see them like 10 minutes after they were born. Oh my God, they're to death. They are so cute. She had two, two boys. So we had bets going on what she was gonna have and how many she was gonna have, and I just want the record to reflect. I won. <laughs> they're funny, cause they're like, one is like all like white with like a black stripe down its back, and the other one is like brown with like a white stripe i know they're so, so like flip-flopped they're, they're so, so cute, cute. They're so cute adorable we're gonna talk about an active case today a yeah. case that's going on right now and um little little un 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 what's the word i'm looking for unsettling case that's happening right now out of florida um i am tracy i'm samantha this is the suspended sentence so, investigators are saying an arrest is immediate for the mysterious murders of three Florida teenagers, but are continuing to ask for public health. And I'm going to say the name of the town wrong. Yeah, it's... Okalala, Florida? Okalawa. I don't know. It's... The sheriff says it differently, but we'll just bear with us on that one. Yeah. So, deputies in Marin County say that all three victims who were shot to death were found in three different locations over the span of three days. Yeah. According to the sheriff's office, the first victim was found on Thursday, March 30th in an area of Forest Lakes Park. Mm -hmm. And deputies say 16-year-old Layla Silversnail was found on the side of the road after being shot. She was taken to the hospital in critical condition when she later died at the hospital. Yeah. Following morning, um, a 17-year-old was found on the side of the road and had died from an apparent gunshot wound. And he was, that was a boy. I, I, in the article I saw, I didn't, it didn't say anything. Yeah, the news stuff that I watched said that the first victim was a female found by a trash can. Okay. Not in the trash can, but by a trash can. Then the second is a, is a male. 17-year-old male. 17-year-old male. Okay. Uh, so then there was unfortunately a third victim as well that was found Saturday, April 1st, after deputies were called to Maluka Loop. This is where they found Silver, Snail, Silver Snail's car partially submerged at the edge of a nearby lake, um, nearby body of water. Upon searching the car, a 16-year-old um, was found dead inside the vehicle. Yeah. So right now, investigators say that they believe the victims were friend, friends who were together just before they were shot. The identities of the second and third victims have not been released. Right. Do you know why? Mm -mm. The families are invoking what's called Marcy's Law. Um, that law went into effect, I, I want to say in 2019 in Florida, um, but it's a, it's a law that, that stemmed from California <clears throat> um, and it went nationwide, but it gives victims of crimes a whole lot of, um, of like not benefits, rights, I guess, like that has to do with, with due process, with privacy, with information that that comes out and 
and it, it protects the identity <clears throat> basically of victims of crime for their privacy, you know, so that, um, I can imagine this town is really, really small. Mm-hmm. It's like, like the 2020 census was 1,508 people in this town. It's a really, really small town. I think like four mile radius is all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but could you imagine a, a case that's getting national attention now and the name be, be turned out how press would be all over it? Yeah. But anyway, but the case originally comes from a girl named Marcel Nichols. She was a Santa Barbara um, student and she was... Uh, she was stalked and murdered by her boyfriend, and um, a couple days later, her mom was at a grocery store and ran into the man who killed her daughter, because the court had no obligation to inform her that he made bond, and that he was just out walking the streets. Well, they had an altercation. It obviously was a big deal, and she was so upset and so obviously... Here's this man who's been arrested and is is being charged with murder of her daughter, and she wasn't informed that he made that he made bail. So this law came into place saying, okay, the courts have to tell you where the person who's being where where the person who committed the crime is at, and will protect the victims of a crime. So they're invoking Marcy's law, saying, no, you're not gonna you're not gonna give the identity of my kids. Gotcha. For their protection, mm-hmm. which is which is fine. Yeah. So Sheriff Woody or Billy Woods said, "Quote: We are um, we are all okay. Oh my gosh, where we are is where we're still working on a lot of leads that are coming in, going through a lot of digital and forensic evidence at this time. We do have some good some leads, good leads, and a couple of suspects that hopefully will lead us to an arrest." Authorities say killings could be part of gang activity. So then he said, the other thing I'll hit on real quickly is detectives also have information that this is possibly tied to what we call classify a hybrid gang. Yeah. So do you know the difference between hybrid gang and a... Yeah, I... I went into that as well. I know you did some research on it yeah. too. Yeah, I was like, "What the hell is a hybrid gang? Like a gang's a gang, right?" Yeah. No, it's a little different. It's a yeah. little actually, it's a little scarier, isn't it? Because of the lack of of organization yeah. in the gang. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go into what that means, I know you did a little more research on that than than I did. Well, I mean, not really. A hybrid gang is just it's. You know, typically gang organization has structure, like a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. It has, I mean, there's rules. There's rules in war. There's rules in, there's, there's rules. Mm-hmm. And, and typically organized gangs are of the same ethnicity. They're of the same race. They're of the same motive. And they have the same goal, whatever that is. Hybrid gangs is just a group of different people from different things that just say, hey, let's start our own gang mm-hmm. and take bits and pieces from different from different different ideologies that they that they resonate with, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. So a hybrid gang could be somebody that's different races, different beliefs, no organization, very little organization, unclear code of conducts, just kind of shooting at the hip 
doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Which to me is, is I mean, reckless and, da- and dangerous, more dangerous. Not that gangs aren't dangerous. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you know, what's worse than <laughs> yeah. just having people shooting from the hip? Yeah, seriously. So it's not clear yet what, um, what happened to the victims or how they were connected to the people that committed these crimes. Mm-hmm. The sheriff's office says investigators have several leads and say that they hopefully will be making an arrest soon. Um, Sheriff Woods describes the community as rural and tight-knit. Like you were saying, it's a very small town. Uh, He also stated, Detectives are working around the clock, continuing their homicide investigation and diligently following up every potential lead. We are devastated for these families of of these three teens, and we are dedicated to bringing whoever is responsible for these heinous acts to justice. So, I know that this is, like we said, this is very ongoing. Like, there's not a whole lot of information. What we just talked about is what's really out there. So, the sheriff's office has asked anyone with any information to call Detective Detective Ryan Smith at 352-368-3542. Or Crime Stoppers of Marion County at 352-368-7867 with reference number 2322. Now, I know there was at the beginning of this, they were talking about, is it a serial killer? Is it a spree killer? Is it gang affiliated? Like, three deaths in three days is scary. Yeah. That was actually where my mind first went was, oh, shit, do we have a serial killer? Yeah. But, yeah. So, killings in America with the judicial system, we classify murders, like multiple murders, into three different categories. There's mass murders, spree killers, and then serial killers. Right? So, the difference in these, a mass murderer will kill four or more people at one location during one continuous period of time whether it's done, you know, in a few minutes or over a few days, mass murders usually commit murder though at one location. Um, mass murders can, 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 you know, like it can be a family member who kills their whole family. <clears throat> it's one event at one time at one location. So an example would be, do you remember um, last year at that FedEx warehouse where the guy walked in there and just opened fired on people mm-hmm. and he killed eight people? That would be a mass murder. One location, one, one situation. Spree killers, on the other hand, they're sometimes referred to as like rampage killers. They murder two or more people, but at more than one location. Um, although their murders occur in separate locations, their spree is considered like an, a, single, a single event because there's no cooling off period. Like there isn't, they'll go here and then here and then here and kill. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then, and then there's serial killers. Serial killers murder three. To be classified as a serial killer, there has to be three deaths. That's when that's when it goes to serial killing. And each victim is on a different location. Most of the time, there's a cooling off period in between. In between, in between the deaths. But serial killers also most of the time demonstrate a similarity in the way that they kill or some kind of signature that's left behind. You know, the Zodiac Killer used a symbol. 
and there's there's similarities in the murders whether it's how they do it um how they leave the body there's there's a distinct so there's posing if there's yeah there's a distinct correlation that's that's not coincidental mm-hmm. um and obviously an example of of serial killers i mean we have a lot to choose from right Dahmer, gacy holmes shipman bundy yeah. you know take your pick yeah so so that's why i mean when the third body was found that's why everybody's mind went to oh my gosh do we have a serial killer yeah but they're saying, the sheriff said in an interview that I watched yesterday, he's saying that they have DNA, they have a partial fingerprint, because when the first body was found, what they, and, and this is on video, they have video surveillance of it also, is her car pulls up, her body is thrown out of the vehicle, and then her, body, or her car drives away. Mm, so they used their vehicle. So they used her, her vehicle which would insinuate that they know her. Yeah. Right. And they were saying that the three victims were all friends, like you said, and they were all together before this happened. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's, I don't know. Scary. It's scary. It's very scary. And especially in a community that's that small. Could you imagine if something like that happened in our community? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Panic. Everybody would, everybody would lose it. Well, yeah, that's terrifying. That's yeah. scary. And for these, you know, young kids to be, that's, it's absolutely awful. Um, so, Okalawa, Florida, do you know what else happened there? Mm-mm. It's, again, really, really small, but you, we did the Alcatraz in the episode, and one of the names that, that I said, one of the most famous people that were there was Doc Barker. Yeah remember Mm -hmm. and he was like a big time gang gang leader back in the 1930s right him and his brother and then one of their friends through multiple states he was he was just a a gangster right and he was at Alcatraz well his mom and dad Ma Barker who's also known as Machine Gun Kate they were in Okalawa Florida oh weird in 1935 they had a huge FBI standoff right there in Okalawa. Oh, wow. That's weird. That's, yeah, that's kind of a creepy little correlation there. But, yeah. but let me tell you this story here real quick. Um, it was a team of FBI agents find out that Ma Barker and her husband and, and possibly her sons were at this house in Okalawa. So they surround the house. It was um, January 16th, maybe 1935. And so the FBI show up. They demand that she surrender. She's like, yeah, blow goats. Not going to happen. We're not coming out. So the agents fire tear gas into the house to try and get them to come out. They're not coming out. And then all of a sudden, gunfire rings out. So they're shooting Ma and Pa are shooting at the FBI agents. FBI agents are shooting back at them. Hundreds of rounds of ammunition. I mean like machine guns. Not not like you know, a 15 round gun that you got to reload and and whatever. Yeah. Machine guns blares out. Obviously the FBI won, but that's where that's where Doc Barker's mom died right there in Okola o- I say it wrong. Okolawa, Florida. 
That's wild. While he was being held in Alcatraz. That's wild. Yeah. So, so for such a small town, there's no... They, like... They've got some history there. They've, they're, they're not, you know, they're not immune to... The wildness of the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, short little episode today, but but we're going to be following this case. We're going to be... Yeah, and when we get some updates, if they make an arrest or anything, we will definitely... The sheriff like seems a little mini pretty, episode and cover that too. Yeah, the sheriff seems pretty confident that he's going to. He does think that it was multiple people. He thinks that there was more than one shooter. Um, that's what he's releasing. Um, he's actually being pretty transparent, you know, with, with the evidence that they have and saying what they have and and um, which direction they're going. They did say, one news reporter said, do you have people... Do you have suspects? And he said, we have at least two. Mm-hmm. And she said, do they know that they're a suspect? And he said, I don't know. So he's got people. They've got DNA. They've got a fingerprint. They've got surveillance. You know, they, and he has said that they have 15 detectives working this case. And they were, they were instantaneous in pulling this team together and doing this. I I mean, I think they're doing a great job. Yeah. What a what a huge responsibility for a sheriff to have and I think that he's doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah, think of what it where it all I think where people make quick judgments on like the police is depending on how fast this we get arrests made, which is also a good and a bad thing. It is a ba- because it is, yeah. We put pressure on the police, but then that's how we get wrongful arrests. We get, you know, Mm-hmm. Because there's the pressure to put people behind bars, but also if you don't do it quick enough, then you don't care and you're not doing your job. Right. So, something we should probably reflect on. Keeping in mind that sheriffs are elected, and if the public isn't happy with you, you're going to lose your job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot, and to keep the community safe and to make sure that, you know, it doesn't happen again. And that was one of the things that he said, though, like his focus is ensuring that the public is safe. You know, this is, we do not have a serial killer on our hands. You are safe. And he said, and to ensure that everybody believes that, that they can walk outside and that they're going to be safe and somebody isn't going to get them or get their kids or whatever, he said, my deputies are on the road. None of them are in the office. We are on the road. We are visible. We are here. Hmm. Which is good because it's kind of, that's a hard promise to make too with... It is a hard if promise nobody, to make. If no arrest is made, you don't know if... You know, it sounds like they're pretty close. I mean, this is this is a brand new, and I guess I mean, like in my mind and probably yours too. It's like it's been a week. What the hell? But they're doing. I think I'm impressed with. He's doing a great job. I think. Yeah. Being super transparent, being visible, keeping the public up to date. I think he's doing a great job. Giving out enough information that we know that he's got something that he's well he's got a lot more than something and these people they're gonna get caught they're gonna get caught so anyway but we'll follow this one thanks for joining us today guys thank you have a good one stay safe